Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences, and some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the hapless heroes. It's probably just Joseph, yes. Okay. Well, now we have an extra shawarma. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for the evening. Starting us off, we're going to go around the table. On my left, we have Zach playing Parado Lincoln Woods. Hello. We have Francesco playing the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan. To his left, we have John playing Jarrell. Always a pleasure. Are, are there titles on that afterwards? Jarrell oh, there are, something uh, or other? Lord Jarrell the Light. Yes. Jarrell the Light. Okay. <laughs> Lord Jarrell the Light. Lord, Lord. Jarrell the Light. Yes. Okay, good. And to his left, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I'm back. Yeah. There was yes. more to his title, too. There is, but that's there okay. Is, but as long as it still sounds longer than his. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it for you, Mike. Don't worry. Something, something title envy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's going to be like a subplot between the two of us. Oh, yeah. like, oh absolutely. Whose name can get the longest? If it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> All right. So uh, at the end of our last episode, the party had just returned from Lab 25, where they had manufactured quite possibly the world's first magic-detecting goggles with built-in 2X magnification. That's right. Woohoo! I'm very excited about these things. That's yep. cool. Oh, we had some fun with the Omega Project, and we got to see the uh, good old-fashioned innards, and we got to ride trikes across the desert and have a chase scene and all kinds of really fun stuff. And you missed all of it, Quinn. I don't do chase scenes. Okay. Hmm. He's more of a the cha- last one was your fault anyway. He's so. more of a chase lounge kind of guy. I didn't really like the last time uh, I had to run so much. Also, womp womp. <laughs> There's a bit of a delayed reaction there for the. Uh, you know. We were going to try to let it stand on its own merits, and then we all sat and thought and realized it had no merits. So, I mean, you should know me by now. <laughs> Party dynamics, kids. All right, so it is a little bit after eight o'clock in the evening. Um, Felix had just done the uh, greatest non-apology ever to. Uh, Lord Jarrell the Light. It was a bit of a sorry, not sorry moment, yeah. Yes. And not long after that, a certain Captain Quinn Southwind rolls into the door. Sans Wait, what Hobbit? door am I at? I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Well, We're at the inn. I'm still yeah. very lost. Here. Okay, okay. Okay. I thought I had covered that part. Apparently, I hadn't. The inn was silent. The inn is now no longer silent and is, in fact, quite raucous, and you have entered the inn to meet the rest of your party. Minus the uh, hoblet that you seem to have lost. I have misplaced the hoblet. You have misplaced. So, huh, we see Quinn walk in. Alone. 
<laughs> and like I'll like kind of excitedly wave him over because I'm very very excited to tell him that I had a plan. Um, that worked. But, right. That, that worked. Yeah, we're at the bar. And sure. I'm like waving it. Yeah. Down. You come over. Uh, I kind of like look around and like, all right, yeah, I'll kind of go over there. Okay. Um, kind of look to see if there's any cooler people in the bar first. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Fucking harsh, man. Um, so when Quinn gets over to the bar, I'll be like, Quinn, where have you been all day? We've had the most exciting time. I had a plan. It worked. We have cool things now. Where's Th- Hoblet? That is a great question. That is what I've basically been spending the last 24 hours doing. Oh. 24 hours? Wait, so you guys How long have I been gone? You, Sorry. Yeah, it's about that. <laughs> probably, no, right? you, you no, would have left with him hours. this morning more than like... Okay, so the last maybe five. six hours, yeah. five or six hours, yeah. I've been scoping the city looking for him. I turned around, and he just was gone. Uh, how do you lose the most belligerent dwarf that's on this on this planet right now? I don't know. He probably saw Squirrel. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't put that past him. Well, was well, the squirrel full of liquor? <laughs> <laughs> Said the voice of God. <laughs> I had to get my banter in. So were you? Were you? Were you? Were you there? At least when he purchased the cod piece? Oh, I was there. Was it a I'm, nice cod I, piece? I, I don't want to ask any questions. I, I think I, I'm actually kind of dumb. Do you want to know how big it was? No, I'm, I'm no. actually regre- <laughs> I'm immediately regretting this line of questioning. Um, so it was average. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> well, that's that's what he. Gets. I mean, I have standards. Uh, right. Yeah, that says the man who's plowing cougars every night. Yes. <laughs> To be fair, you've only actually seen it, or evidence of it happening once. True that. True that. I guess I'm just taking him at his word. You know. Because, like, we trust each other like that. Do we? <laughs> Quinn, are you even giving that kind of word that he has to trust that, you know... Listen. That you're that popular in the over 40 crowd? Well, it seems like... It, yeah. <laughs> or is this just a narrative that... um that Felix Fizzlebottom has invented in his mind. Whatever he would like to believe. That's what I'd like to believe. Is yeah. the DM, in fact, gaslighting Felix Fizzlebottom right now? <laughs> yes. I don't appreciate that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> we'll run this game on our own. Yeah, you're in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, well, yes. so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue on with Quinn and be like, so I guess now we have two things we need to do because we have to find Hoblet and I think I have a way we can find this gem now. We did some work for the project while you were out. I believe we also owe a blind man a shawarma? That is correct. Yeah, so tomorrow morning we got to go bring um, Just Joseph the uh, a shawarma because he's letting us use his bell tower as a lookout point in the city. Um, but I got these goggles from the Omega Project as a result of our Hard work and my plan paying off. Really? You had a plan that worked? Yes. There were a lot of explosions. I charmed I charmed a guy. There were some explosions. There was a, a trike chase. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, you have two witnesses right here. That's, that still doesn't help me. It's true. Felix <laughs> finally managed to charm someone. It was amazing. See, Peridot's impressed. You should be more impressed. 
But anywho, so I have these lenses on my goggles now that lets me see magic stuff out to a certain distance, and I can like amplify them and stuff. They're like really cool. Well, that'll be helpful. Yeah, so we can just kind of scan the streets, and hopefully we'll find whatever this medallion or whatever this thing this person's carrying, you know? Um, but we also need to find hoblets, so why don't we uh, well, have a drink with us, and then maybe in the morning we'll, we'll scour the, the city for both our missing things. Why don't you uh, try on those goggles now? Have you scanned the room yet? They're already on, so I'll just flip the lenses in, like, you know, like off the side of these like goggles that Felix wears. Yeah. The only magical things you see are the magical things you already knew were there, e.g. this party's equipment. Okay. As I scan the tavern. And, and Peridil's beautiful eyes. <laughs> Magic. I didn't say that. <laughs> Piercing eyes of a frost dragon. <laughs> um, so let's let's have a drink, I guess, and we'll go find Hobbit in the, in the morning with his, uh, hopefully this gem, too. How do you feel about that, Quinn? It sounds like a plan. It sounds like a Damn plan. It! You, <laughs> you said it. You heard it here for her first, folks. I've had a very long day. <laughs> Hoblet had me running around the city. And yeah, you're okay, and you're cool with my plan. That's fine. I mean, Good I guess you can just admit it. You can just admit it. Here, in fact, I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll buy the first round because you you admitted I had a good plan. Just <laughs> so, so Felix will buy the first round of drinks. Fantastic. And then we'll retire for the evening. I assume you set that up. I didn't set anything up. You just took the bait. <laughs> All right, so uh, the party turns in for the evening, and you get that uh, classic save game music like you would while you save your game in any RPG, because I said so. And uh, we awake. Oh, so if we all die, we can go back to this point? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Going forward, this is our save. We can be reckless now, guys. It's fine. (laughs) No, that's not how D&D works. No. No. All right, so it is now the next morning. Great. You all awake. It's Friday now. It is Friday, and you continue this day to be without a hoblet. Well, why don't we start the day with a shawarma from Shore Magical? You could. So we're going to be going to Shore Magical twice. I today. mean, I'm gonna. Well, no, this is this. This is well. We're just going to go and grab it so we can bring the guy some some well, what, lunch. What time is it? I don't know what time we all getting up. I guess that's a good question. I don't know. We'll just slowly Eight. make our way to the mart to like the food court. Okay, and you do make your way to the Grand Bazaar. It is grand, and it is quite bizarre today. <laughs> it's a little weird. People are juggling things around. Lots of fiery, juggly things and knifey, juggly things. And I think someone tossed a child into the air, but... <laughs> you think? <laughs> I, I failed my perception check. Did it appear oh. intentional? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was just jumping high? Yeah, that's entirely possible. <laughs> you know, the dude, the, like, just... Just the like Grand Bazaar of Tamasha with. here is a weird place. It's also mm-hmm. possible it could have been a gnome. All right. Oh, well, I'm going to stay away from there then. Or a halfling. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, regardless, some some funny stuff may have happened. So let's say it's, I don't know, you guys probably slept in a little bit. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I mean, are you getting an early start, or uh, how are you approaching today? I mean, I feel like I would still be concerned for Hoplitz, so yeah, we should be getting an early start. Like, we'll start right. scanning around, maybe asking if anyone saw a loud belligerent dwarf in the last uh, day. Are you using your magic? Where Where did too? you lose? Yeah, I'll, I'll keep those on too, but Quinn, where did you lose him? Let's say it was the bazaar. 
Because yeah, I feel like that would have been the easiest way for me to have lost track of him. Right. If it was you lost track of him of somewhere at the area. south end of the bazaar. Sure. Not long after you left uh, the Codpiece Emporium. <laughs> right. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. Codsmart. Codsco. Oh no, it was Codsco. Yeah. Codsco. Shut up. Codsmart <laughs> was not as nice of a place. There were two different Codpiece places visited. Okay. <laughs> God. Odsco. <laughs> yeah. We need to figure Kodsko out. got the last, but Shawar Magical, which was absolutely brilliant, got nothing. I, I, Kodsko we were, we were, we were just too impressed that yeah. we couldn't even laugh because it was just so brilliant. Kodsko. I was just going to keep saying again. Yeah, so not long after Kodsko is when Hoblet disappeared. Um, so that, that's kind of where he disappeared around the south end. So you guys are sort of puttering around there, I take it. Yeah, I have my magic goggles on the whole time, too. You do have your magic around. goggles on. There's not a lot you see. I think uh, every now and again you see somebody with a faintly glowing weapon attached to them, but, okay. you know, people with faintly glowing weapons tend to have the skills commensurate with that, so, right. you know, maybe not try to relieve them of their weapons in the no, middle and of the square. No, and we're not looking for a weapon anyways, I don't think yeah. so. What well, is the range on these goggles again? Is that 60 like 60 feet? 60 feet. Okay. And it's like everything is sort of uh, this purplish, like pinkish hue. So like I'm kind of switching them on and off so I can actually see in proper daylight as well. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, let's, let's see. We should probably ask somebody if they've seen Hoblet. Like if you lost him around Kazka, like, maybe let's just ask some of the, the the vendors around that general area if they saw a dwarf leaving Kazko. Okay, uh, so sure. we're starting. So, um, uh, well, let me let me backtrack a second. So last night I decided to do, um, since I have a little bit of an artistic background, um, just a quick sketch of kind of what he looks like. That way I had something to kind of show people. <laughs> Probably a little bit unflattering. I want I want I want to know <laughs> how exactly good of a perfect yeah. drawing how, this how is. Good of a draw- this is the first I've heard of. Quinn's I feel like this skills. this was going to require some kind of a check. I hope it's terrible. <laughs> Probably performance. Well, it, get an A or get an F on this. I don't care. I don't. I don't want to see a middling roll like a ten. Either kick this thing's ass or get a one. Okay. Right. So what exactly? What kind of skill? Sleight of hand, perception. It'd probably be performance. It, performance if you to can, me it, would be more if you, like dancing or yeah. playing music or something yeah. like that. Whatever one you want to justify to me. I'm, I'm trying to justify the one I have the best uh, modification for. <clears throat> what, sleight of hand? Um, yes. I'll, I'll take sleight of hand. I don't know. That doesn't... Uh, well, if you'll take it, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> 19. 19. Okay, yeah, you draw a reasonable facsimile of him. You've drawn you've drawn him in a grumpy mood for some reason, but wow. for some reason, yeah. Was the codpiece included? The codpiece was included. Okay. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, I feel like it needed to be included because yeah. I f- I feel like immediately he would have put it on. Defining right. physical feature. Right. Yes. Right. I mean, Everyone's gonna I, notice that. I might I might have um, extended it a little bit just to <laughs> just to give him a little him bit of an feel better I, if he ever <laughs> ends up seeing this. Picture. Hesitate to see this, however. Um, God, what am I getting myself into? Because, well, you're you're the only other one on the scene, and Hubble isn't here to defend himself. Describe the codpiece. <laughs> what kind of codpiece is Hubble going to be stuck with? 
<laughs> I like that phrasing better. <laughs> um, trying to think of like what. I feel uh, like leather <laughs> would be like the most irritating. It would look nice, mm-hmm. but it would be the most like frustrating to wear. And- <laughs> so I'm going to go with some sort of like stiffened leather. Okay. <laughs> uh, that has hmm. a. It's a. Oh my gosh. Uh, why am I blanking on what's called? Uh, Freaking banana hammock. So it's it goes up, <laughs> but it's all made of like stiffened leather. So it, it it goes up as crack, and then comes around, and then it kind of forms the. We're we're looking at pictures of cod pieces currently. <laughs> Just trying to, I'm trying to help with you with a visual example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which is I, why you handed it to someone who wasn't him. Right. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Google, oh Google a picture of Cameo's cod piece, like Cameo of Word Up fame. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just oh a my bright God. red, shiny bright red cod piece. Yes. That would match his cape, because it's still <laughs> soaked in blood. Uh, so. Yeah. It turns out dried blood actually goes a little more brown, but... Whatever. This might end up with full of blood anyways, too. So This cod piece. Something tells me that <laughs> anything that Hoblet owns eventually turns up brown. Yeah, almost guaranteed. Yes. <laughs> this is now 100% canon. Everything <laughs> Hoblet owns eventually turns brown, one way or another. Love you, James. Um, this anyways. is what happens when you don't... Sh- yeah, but he's got a legit excuse. We can't even... Like, oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like, he's got a baby. Yeah. I mean, you know, we won't ever damage anyone's character. No one's character is ever going to get killed while they're away. But it's, you know... Oh, we, we, we will gonna, defame your character as yeah, much as we can. We're going to damage your character's <laughs> pride. Yes. yes. <laughs> Not my fault you decided to be a breeder. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Reddit.com slash r slash child free. So that being said, like this, but like stiffer. Yeah, I need a little pouch. That you put in. <laughs> we'll we'll tweet out a picture like of an appropriate cod piece. Like that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> yeah, but I just took a picture of Mike, like with his dice, his leather dice sack on his hand, trying to dice describe sack. what this cod piece looks like. So we're gonna it's we're like gonna go with that. It's like a sack, but stiffer. <laughs> it's like a sack, but stiffer. That'll yes. go on Instagram. There, there, there we go. I think we've sufficiently defamed Hoblet the Smasher. Just a little uh, bit. Well, for now. For now. Yeah. There's more. Always. All right. So, uh, so Quinn has this fo- this, this this wonderfully drawn um, picture of Hoblet. Can, can we just start showing it to the vendors nearby mm-hmm. Codsmart? Absolutely. Codsco. So, how are Codsco. you? Excuse me. How are we approaching these people around Codsco? Have you seen this dwarf? And a lot Pay of very close attention to the cod piece he's wearing. <laughs> very finely crafted. Is this some kind of practical joke? No, no, no. We are tr- actually com- truly missing this dwarf. Have you seen him? It has been over tw- 12 hours. Tw- 12 yeah. hours. Do you know how long dwarf benders go for? I, we don't really. F- we, we have reason to believe this may not be a bender. Can you just help us? Have you seen him? No, I haven't seen him. Okay, well then, why are you wasting my time? I'm gonna. Are go you wasting my time? You feel <laughs> to me. So, I, so just so to remind me as the, as the player here, what's the? Um, I remember we talked a little bit about the population of 
Tamasha here. Are there a lot of dwarfs in this area? I thought we said that there were not. A lot of different races. Just mixed races. So there are a lot of mixed. Like, in general, the um, Dominion or Kingdom, whatever it is, of Kelnor. Dominion. Dominion of Kelnor is natively human, but this port up here, I mean, the Omega Project as a whole takes people from all walks of life. It's very much more meritocracy than anything else. There's nothing really hereditary about it, so people from all over are coming to contribute, and that goes double so for the bazaar and um, the trading area of the northern part of town. So there's it's nothing sort of abnormal major that, we've, that we could observe about the population of not really. I mean, the native humans around here are going to be a little, uh, you know, a little darker skinned, um, you know, a little swarthier than than usual. This is more of a um, sort of, I guess, the equivalent of like a Middle Eastern climate, hence the bazaar and all that sort of thing going mm-hmm. on here. Right. But not a lot of dwarves, particularly. Not like dwarves coming out everywhere, like up at the Gray Citadel or anything, but the same number of dwarves you'd see in the major metropolitan centers of just oh, about yeah. everywhere. Oh, a decent amount. Then. Yeah. Still. Okay. But no, a lot of people haven't really seen this dwarf. One or two say they did. Um, although one of them definitely said he saw you with him, trying to rein him in from punching... I don't know, it was a clown or a child or maybe a clown child. <laughs> a clown child or a child clown? There is a difference. Um, <laughs> they were a little bit fuzzy about the details. Okay. <laughs> we need to know. They, they, yeah, but they weren't really losing over sleep about clown children getting decked. Right. Especially by a dwarf because, I mean, you got to admit, it'd be hilarious to see in person. Especially a dwarf with a codpiece trying to punch a small clown child. <laughs> so, um, to place time a little bit more uh, with, with what I know, that was right before I, I lost him. Yeah, not long before that. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, that doesn't help. What time is it now? Well, that's how a good question. How, how early did you guys get started? I'd say like 8 a.m. You got started about 8. Let's say it's about 9.30 right now. So, since Hoblet kind of lost himself, I feel like he's probably in a process, if he's okay, of trying to find us as well. So I would say let's finish what you all were doing and then come back to this. Kind of like put a pin in it. Because I think something's, I think something's wrong. I think, I think he's missing this. Well, yeah, we didn't see him in the morning. Right, so. so I feel like we need to put some some time and energy into finding him at this point. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But we need to do it, Felix. Okay. But priority is finding... But let's, let's, I don't know what you guys were necessarily up to or doing with this guy with the shawarma. A friend of ours is missing. Let's prioritize giving a guy lunch. No, well, maybe, well, it's like well, all here's process, my thing. It's all part of the process I of finding feel... the seeing stone, right? Is that what, that's what you guys were doing? Because I don't know what you guys were necessarily yes. That's what we were doing. What you had done. That's what we thought you were doing. Uh, yes. Instead of just getting cod pieces and getting well, lost. Well, unfortunately, I misplaced a hoblet. So <laughs> I spent a lot of my day yesterday doing that, which is probably why I'm not too keen on doing it again. But I think I would like to help you guys finish what you were doing, and that way we can all focus on finding hoblet. So you're just saying, fuck hoblet, and let's find the gem? I'm saying... We're not getting anywhere currently finding Hoblet. He has just as much, as much of a chance finding us. 
right i him. feel like i feel like my my optimism is saying he's probably okay and he just went on a long bender and something right and he will eventually find us we should have asked that or guy how long dwarven benders go <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We i feel like we, we need do. to give it the 24 hours all right fine uh let's keep looking for this gem then all right cool. so we're gonna keep looking for the gem how are you going to look for the gem well, again, the only the place I know that we saw it last when we were looking through the orb was the market. So we're, since we have to go to Schwarm Magical anyways to get Just Joseph his shawarma for lunch because we owe him one. Just Joseph? Just, just Joseph. Joseph. As in he is a just person? It's just or Joseph. as if it's okay. Yeah. Whatever you want to make of it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. So just Joseph. Just so Joseph. So like, like, is that a Will and Grace like? Just Joseph. Throw out. Okay. All right. Cool. You'll know by the end of this episode. <laughs> Great. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Let's continue. go get some shawarma. Okay. Let's bring it to Just Joseph, and fix his stuff. Why don't we? We get. We might even be able to just like scan from the top of the bell tower. I'll use my double magnification was, yeah. to just see if I can recognize a. Uh, well, the bell tower is uh, 150 feet tall, right? Well, I can look at one of the portholes, I guess. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. All right, let's go to Schwar Magic. Schwar Magical, the best shawarma stand in the entire north half of the uh, bazaar. Which, going by the fact that the north half is generally way nicer than the southern half of the bazaar, it makes it the best shawarma in the bazaar. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't <laughs> confusing at all, was it? I didn't like convolute my way through a sentence or anything. It was great. So yeah, you are now totally. at Schwar Magical. Great. All right. So we're gonna greet the um, the proprietor once again and say, "Hey, we're back. We're back for more." Um, I'll, I'll. Well, is anyone getting anything for themselves? If not, I'm just gonna get a shawarma for the guy. Shave me off a piece of that magic. Oh, and he does. I'll, I'll take one as well. All right. Anybody else having breakfast, lunch, whatever? It's just it's for just Joseph. It's I'm not having it. Gerald shakes his head. I'm all set. All right. Great. <laughs> so we'll make our way back to the bell tower. We'll is the, we'll knock on the door very very loudly. Okay, nobody answers. Is it unlocked? When I try yes, to it is. Great. About what time is it? By the way, I don't know. Why don't we say it's like eleven o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> eleven o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm never going to let that die. No, and you should. Steve's, Steve's face is like, I'm going to fucking kill you right now. <laughs> We're never going to let that die, ever. I'm never going to give it up. Our audience loves it. I love it. It really is a fantastic kind of uh, brick joke that we've got going on here. <laughs> right. So? So, it's somewhere between 11 o'clock in the afternoon and actual noon, and you have arrived at the tower. The bottom door <laughs> is... In fact, unlocked. Great. So we'll uh, we'll pop on in. You'll um, pop on in. We'll make ourselves known. Like, hello, Jess Joseph. It is Felix and Paradell. We have your sandwich. You don't hear anything. Let's uh, let's make our way up and uh, maybe we. Right. Yeah. We we'll just watch the step that we broke. Yeah. The stairs themselves. Um. Uh, the bottom floor is uh, relatively well cleaned and polished. The stairs themselves are a little bit dusty as you walk up. Okay. Um, well, I, I wasn't really there last time. But yeah, you don't know shit you about were this. not. I was going to say I would like to make a perception check. 
you, by all means, make a perception check. What are you attempting to perceive, though? Uh, I am attempting everything. to perceive everything. Okay, because so, he's got a nat twenty. <laughs> the bottom. All right. So the bottom floor. Well, no, I don't because I actually still have that gem. Yes. So I cannot. You can't even benefit from a crit. I cannot no. benefit from a. Cannot. I did not read. However, that I still have a twenty-three. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all really good. Roll. Yeah, you perceive quite a bit. So, um, the bottom floor of uh, the tower itself is um kind of polished stone it is uh well swept uh kept clean of everything uh the stairs themselves they start at the um at the bottom and go up yeah no i'm trying to think they go (laughs) right so they start at uh the right hand side of the tower which would be uh the west wall because um the door is at the north you came in from the north side of the tower because the tower itself is the the stairs are on your left when you walk in no the stairs are on your right when you walk in the stairs there are on your right. There's nothing else on the floor here. Right. Cleanly swept, nice itself. and clean. The stairs themselves, however, are quite dusty, <laughs> as they don't see a whole lot of use. And they uh, start. Wait, is going. there one broken? Way, way up there. Way further up. So um, the the stairs themselves, wood stairs, kind of dusty. They go around the outside, kind of spiraling up counterclockwise as you go up the tower all along the outsides of this. Jesus. Um, the tower itself is probably about 50 feet on a side. Okay, so so I guess my my lack of, of knowledge of before, yeah. is there anything that seems like it would be out of place or missing or... Nothing yet, although... Like something like, turned over. Like you've mentioned, pushed. you haven't been here yet. Right. So nothing like a chair tipped over. No signs of struggle. No, but any of the chairs or any of the furniture are about 150 feet up above you at the top of the stairs. There's nothing here at the bottom. Cleanly swept and polished floor, dusty stairs. We're going to keep going up. Yep. Sure. We're just man a sandwich. I'm just like, I'm just trudging along. I'm in a mission. Are there any windows all along the watchtower? (laughs) Yes, from when Prince is kept a view. Um, not really, but there are uh, there are little, um, I, I, you know those archer slits that you would see in uh, medieval towers that are uh, maybe about six inches wide? They open up as you, go, as you look out, like it opens up to about a foot, uh, 14, 16 inches wide at the outside. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and they're six inches wide on the inside and about two feet tall. And they are right at the dead center of the wall uh, on your way up okay. on both the north and south walls. Okay. Are you so taking you advantage pass of these, a few of those Felix? on each end, uh, I'll, I'll side? I'll wait till we on. deliver our sandwich first. I'm not going to stop to, like, have a look-see while we're, like, trying to deliver a sandwich. It's still warm. Okay. This is a warm man with, this is a man with extreme respect for food. That's right. <laughs> Um, it's actually one of, big, one of my biggest pet peeves in real life is like, um, if I cook something and if I, if I can't sit down and eat it, like while it's still hot, I get, I get upset. May as well just throw it in the garbage. So you're like the wife that sits at the candlelit dinner waiting for her husband to come home. No. What? <laughs> that's, that's tapping that's her foot imagery. angrily. No. <laughs> that's unrelated. As her food cools. No, I just don't like eating cold food. Staring at the clock. So we continue up this (laughs) clock tower, 
and uh, we get to the <laughs> we get to the top, right? Okay, so you are continuing up the clock tower. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not stopping in any of the portholes to peek out or anything no, like I'll that. No, I'll do it on the way back down. Okay, so should I? I mean, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I just like want to say hi to just Joseph and let joking. him know we're here. Okay. Right. Um, are you're still calling up ahead of you? Yes. Yeah. There continues to be no response. Um, about twenty feet from the top, uh, you hear a few. Um, you hear a little bit of creaking, like floor floorboard creaks. A little bit of floorboard creaks, followed by. I would like everyone to make a perception check. Now. Yes. Now. Unnatural twenty. <laughs> All right. Ten. Eleven. Seventeen. Jarrell, okay. So um Jarrell and uh Quinn Southwind both hear sounds like a thud out of the north side of the tower. Followed by some commotion. North side like above us? Uh well above you, but the north side is the side where you came in, oh, and that would be right. the uh facing the um Facing the bazaar. Jarrell, go check that out. Jarrell rushes up the steps. Okay. No, no. no. Down the steps. Go down? Can we go outside? outside? Yes. Okay. So he go starts going up and gets redirected by Felix back down outside. I, I run down the stairs. There is a lot of commotion outside the doors. Another perception check? Um, You going outside the door? I am trying to go towards where that thud hit. Okay. Um, I'm going to put a pin in that. What's everyone else doing? I'm con- I'm continuing to climb up. Okay. Yeah. I will... And I'm just saying this because they're going to reach the top of the tower before you get to the bottom of the tower. Yep. I'm continuing up. You guys are continuing up, so uh, our two gnomes are continuing to the top, and uh, Quinn, you are... I'm going to go up. Okay. You guys get so to the top. There is nobody in the room at the top of the tower. Uh, I'm gonna climb up. I'm gonna climb up the ladder. There's a ladder. Yeah, that goes up. Oh. Okay, the the so you're not gonna look out the window or anything like that. Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm looking out the window. Yeah, I'm you're gonna look out the window. You then are the first person to see mm-hmm. what appears to be someone laying and or splatted on the ground just outside the doors. Yeah, surrounded by a throng of people. I whip my head back inside. Yeah, and it's tough to tell, but it looks like a few guards are approaching that area as well. Okay. Um, I say, guys, let's get, guys, let's get the fuck out of here. Well, hold on, no. If someone did that, like, they might still be here. Like, the only way, uh, the only way out is down. Well, fuck. Let's go up, Pete. Um, let's go I, up. I sheath my my bow. Also, um, unsheath it. Felix, uh, put on those goggles. Do you see anything? Uh, I put them. I'll put the magic goggles out. Can we see? Like, can those goggles see like magic invisibility or anything like that? Um, I can just. I'm just scanning. Like scanning the room. Yeah. You don't see anything. Okay. In the room. I'm going. I, I. 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 need to see what happened up there. Like, I'm gonna go up the ladder. Okay. Okay. Up the ladder. There's nothing going on there. Nothing at all. No. Up there t- is you. Up there is the bell and whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, other works are up there, Little but living quarters. So where the hell would he have tumbled? Well, yeah. From? Um, well, the living quarters is when you first enter. That when you come up the stairs into that main room, and that's where the living quarters, and then the bell stuff is above that. 
um, the living quarters itself. Um, there doesn't look like a lot going on. There's no scuffs or anything on the floor. Um, one of the chairs by the table is tipped over. Okay. But that table is at the south end of the room. I'm going to command near, yeah. near another window. I'm going to command some shady to kind of go out like where like the bells are. Okay. Look up above her and then look down. Like kind of to see like what's like just kind of get a quick like three like you know like 180 sort of scan. All right. Like the, the bell tower the, the room, northern side of this tower. The bell tower room has nothing in there. It's now uh, Slim Shady is looking outside. Yeah, like, I, well, I'm assuming where the bells ring, there's like there's open air to the outside. Yeah. Right. And I'm yeah. trying to think of where he could have, like, someone could have fallen from. Right. Like, if it wasn't up top. Well, remember, there's there was, a window at the north end of that room too. How big? Well, the window's big enough for a person. Big enough for a person and wide open, both at the north and south ends. Is there a suicide note? The um. Would you like to, um, well, first, you guys are looking out. You're looking out. Um, I'm going to say that an investigation will take a little bit longer, and we will get to that. You can investigate the room, but not just yet. Okay. So you're having Slim Shady kind of look out and down. Yeah. And um, it definitely looks like someone in a robe is splatted at the bottom of the tower. No. No. Does it look like just Joseph? It's probably just Joseph, yes. Okay. Well, now we have an extra shawarma. <sighs> oh, God. Oh, wow! <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to just take a bite of the shawarma, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just looking out the window. Just, right. I, <laughs> I think Hondo just joined the table for a moment. Yeah. Right. Once in a while, Hondo makes like an inter-universal or whatever, interdimensional comment. Yeah. <laughs> um. Paradel calls down to Jowrell and says, "You better get back up here. We better stick stick to." Uh, no, no, we need to talk. We we need to we need to clear our name right now. We need to figure out this is just Joseph, and we need to figure out what the fuck happened. I'm just saying we should st- stay together as a group. I don't know. I feel like a paladin. Yeah, like let's all go, we should all go down. Quinn, right. what are you doing? There's a crowd. I there. I would yeah I agree. I think we need to to back up him because they're okay. going to believe him over any of us. Right, because he's holy and shit. Supposedly. Now, can I do an investigation check? You can um, s- we can leave Parallel up there, but I'm going to go down with uh, to, yeah, to yeah. Uh, Jarrell and help. Yeah. Yes, yeah. so we're going to get to that. So you're heading down, Quinn. You're heading down, down. as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Felix and Quinn are now heading down. Jarrell is at the bottom. Um, have you attempted to open the door? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go straight outside. The moment you open the door and walk outside, there are five city guards around the door with uh, weapons drawn. Okay. Um, they, they all look like humans native to the area. Um, the weapons they draw then would be, uh, scimitars. Halt. You are under arrest. Officers, I am glad to see you. There's clearly been a murder. It was not me, though. You must believe me. I'm going to try to do persuasion. All right. 16. Oh, 16 is not going to quite persuade you out of this one. <laughs> well, it clearly looks like we just murdered this person. It really does look like you just <laughs> murdered a person. No, we literally just walked in. We literally just walked in. What, uh, what do you got? 21. 21. We were, de- we were delivering this man a sandwich. Show him the sandwich. We have a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a man in slightly nicer uniform, a little bit different from his comrades, walks up. 
afternoon. My name is Zahir Rashi. I am the sergeant for the guard. Sergeant Zahir, please tell me, this man, is this, is this just Joseph? I, I, I feel like you already know the answer to that. <sighs> uh, Felix will shed a single tear. We just wanted to bring him a sandwich. He offered us his bell tower as a lookout post, and we just wanted to repay him. And we came in here, and all of a sudden we heard a thud as we like as we were climbing up to, to greet him. Be that as it may, you must understand how this looks. I mean, I, I completely understand how this looks, We are yes. going to have to take you in while we investigate. Can we... I mean, we'll go peacefully, but, like, can we just... Like, let's, 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 let's do this uh, and not make a scene, okay? I think we would all prefer this. Paradil, you might want to get down here. Okay, Paradil, you've got about 30 seconds to look around, so you can make a, uh, you can make an investigation at disadvantage before you head down. Um, that was a 15. A 15. So the things you do notice, the wardrobe in the uh, northwest corner of the room is open. There is what looks like a cup of some sort of tea on the table. The chair is slightly tipped over. Everything else looks relatively clean. Uh, that's uh, about all you're going to notice in quick 30 seconds before you have to go down and join the party. What was the first thing with the wardrobe? The wardrobe in the northwest corner is open. Okay. All right, I'm headed down. Here we go. Well, Jarrell's first going to ask, Did you find anything up there, Paradiddle? Well, the wardrobe was open, there was a cup of tea, and the chair was tipped over. Officers, we will stay peacefully. Will you please investigate before we leave? I'm afraid we cannot keep you here at the scene, as that would be contaminating the evidence. Please come peacefully with us, and we won't have to make this any worse than it already is. It's okay. We'll, 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 we'll come along. I'm going to mutter under my breath, though, like, not again. Can I do <laughs> an insight check to see if he is trying is, to, like, right, get out like, of there quicker? Like, like, is there something? Like, I guess off? I want to, I want to see if he's being on the up and up. If I if I if I see if there if I've noticed that there's anything like odd about him and what he's like because like yeah, leaving the scene um, of a crime is kind of a dumb move if he's a sergeant like immediately. Well, he's immediately trying to get what look like pretty open and shut prime suspects uh, into sure, custody. But like, why is he being so? I guess quick to like not investigate. Because oh. there's other officers on the scene, right? Yeah, yeah, he's just trying to take they're us. Leaving some take behind. Us the wit- as long okay. as they're leaving yeah. some behind, the to go. Yeah, as long as right. like I mean, like yeah. I just find it very odd. Step that one is securing the crime scene. Right. I mean, but we were already in the crime scene, so there's really. Yes, you were. Before we, we leave, were really in the crime scene. <laughs> we were all up. Like in, we were all up in it. Balls deep in the crime scene. I might as well. So I'm going to do detect magic while we're leaving. You're going to cast a spell while we're leaving. I'll just put my goggles on. Well then, yeah, do that. These guards have anything magical on them? Is there anything magical the around Joseph? Um, on oh, just Joseph. Oh shoot! Yeah. Is there oh, a- I gotta look at the body. Mm, poor guy. There. Magical. There might be a little bit of a glow coming from under him, but it's tough to tell. 
Okay, hold on a sec. I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna describe something to you, and you tell me if this is bending the rules too hard. So I was a little bit wrong about the range that I can control some shady. Okay. I can communicate telepathically with her up to a hundred feet. All right. Otherwise, she just is her own creature and can act on her own and do her own thing. Yes. If I'm more than 1,000 feet from her, then I have to resummon her. Okay. And so, like, I can give it, like, simple requests. Like, it can, it can understand and communicate simple ideas, emotions, and images, you know, telepathically. Okay. I would like to tell Slim to essentially um, sneak her way and stay behind. Okay. And maybe investigate just Joseph while we're being carted away and have her meet us, you know, like follow our follow our trail from like from a distance. All right. And then meet back up. Like and then have her maybe communicate communicate to me like, like an image of what she saw on his body. Okay. Um so Slim Shady will stay by the corpse. Right. You guys are all uh led away quickly but um uh, without making a scene. You are uh placed into custody at uh the local uh Lockup slash Huskow, as it were. Jarrell is so unhappy. <laughs> you should be. I think this we're all pretty fault. unhappy. This no, wasn't our no, fault. No, it wasn't. Well, I mean, well, you did break into this place to begin with. You did break in. You've been seen here twice. Well, we came with a sandwich. You. What yes, happened to our sandwich? sandwiches? Did uh, they confiscate our sandwiches? They haven't confiscated anything yet, but they are going to be taking the sandwiches along with any gear you have, and especially anything magical. Pretty much anything but your immediate clothing that you're wearing will be but I need my goggles to see. processed in. But I need my goggles to see. You're in a cell. You don't need to see much. I need to read. Aren't you going to read my rights? <laughs> Is there any sign of manservant anywhere nearby either? Um, <laughs> no, you did not mention man service, the therefore he has not been here like, at these all. These are your retainers. You need to do a better <laughs> job of keeping track of them. <laughs> I could have told him to do something, but no. That's too late. Yeah. No, he wasn't. He, I, I keep wandering off without him. So, no, manservant is not around. No, you are not allowed to keep the goggles. Damn it. They've. This is the city of the Omega Project. They've had one too many belligerent gnomes MacGyver their way out of cells before. Right, but They're I, not leaving you with anything that you could use. But I was a citizen of this great city, and like I just, I'm a good person, and I just wanted to bring a man a sandwich. Give it up, Felix. I think we got to see this one through. <sighs> We're in the jail cell again. Yes, you are. Being falsely accused of something. I think we need to pl- play it calm. All right. I think playing a calm is going to be take smart. it away then, Quinn, because I'm I'm upset. I just <laughs> my friend just died. Yeah, I understand. His sandwich is now cold. Do you, Quinn? <laughs> He'll never be able to eat that shawarma. I promise that man a shawarma. I don't. But what really upsets me is that one of these police officers is eating that shawarma as we speak. That's right. Yeah. So I'm just as upset as you I want justice. I wanted that shawarma. Justice, but. justice for just Joseph. So you are in processed into uh, this prison. The four of you are now left in a cell with uh, none of your gear. It is, by the time this is all done, it is about six o'clock at night. Fuck me. And um, for the most part, you are left alone in the cell to do as you will 
with the nothing available to you. Well, we you are advised that trying to generate, cast, or use any um, supernatural or magical powers will be dealt with very harshly, and they are very much keeping a magical eye and or ear out for that. Okay. Several hours later, uh, Slim Shady... Well, how are we going to do that? Will Slim Shady be able to find you, or will you have to resummon Slim Shady? Well, it depends... Did we move more than a thousand feet away from her? I would say that yes, you are at least a quarter mile away from there. So yeah, I'll have to take a ten minute ritual to bring her back to me. Because I, to- I mean, I told her to like try to follow along. So unless she, you know, was able to investigate and follow along before we were out of reach, then she's either outside or I have to resummon her. So can I can I feel her presence anywhere nearby within a hundred feet of me? Um, let's see where is. Slim Shady is not within 100 feet. Okay. Well, we'll see if she comes back. If not, I will I will perform the ritual to summon her again when we get out of this mess, hopefully. Because she knows, you know, she might have saw some shit. That's entirely possible. So the hours pass, mm-hmm. 7 o'clock at night. Anything else going on? Um, Jarrell, what are you doing right now? At this point, I'm just, uh, oh, what's the word? Pissed. Praying. <laughs> like, yeah. Praying to Valon for strength. Right. Jarrell is praying it away. Um, Quinn. I mean, I've probably seen the inside of a cell before. Several times. Um, as far as well, these go, these not, aren't bad ones. Not recently, but I feel like he's playing it cool. I don't think he's that worried. Yeah. Because he knows he's innocent, so. Relative to what you've seen, this one is mostly rodent-free. Yeah. No. And that's actually, yeah, that's great. Yeah. At least four-star accommodations, relative. Paradel, what are you up to? Paradel's fucking pissed, and okay. he is just—he's sh- kind of like shadow boxing, and just trying to bide his time, working out some aggression. I absolutely am enamored with the concept of a shadow boxing gnome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things get a little bit later. It's now gotten dark out. You guys start to hear, I do a perception check, but you all hear it eventually, the banging of uh, something against uh, cell bars, and it's getting closer. Okay. And um, as well, it... I'm going to look out because I have, you know, 120 feet of not just dark vision, but devil's sight. Devil's sight. I can see in dar- darkness, and, like in, in regular darkness and magical darkness, out to 120 feet. Did you always have that? Nope, I just got that at level five. All right. So I have double dark vision. Dun, dun, dun. What about it? Yeah, what You're not about part of our it? dark vision meetings anymore? Well, no, I could just see extra far. You can have your own meetings. dark vision meeting by yourself. Super far away. Great, my plans are better, anyways. <laughs> Turns out one plan worked out, and I wasn't even there for it. Well, you missed it. <laughs> Turns out you can't dark vision yourself out of a cell, so no, but I'm just looking to see. Get you a cup of coffee here. Yeah, I'm just looking to see where, like, if I can see what's making that noise coming down towards our. Uh, you can, and it appears to be our uh, Sergeant Zahir Lareshi. He saunters up, kind of uh, gently um, dragging his uh, 
Billy Club uh, across the cell bars on his way to you. He doesn't look anything like Captain Kip, does he? He looks nothing like. <laughs> he looks nothing like Captain Kip. All right, good. His uh, his guard uniform is uh, slightly more well done than the others you've seen in town. He's uh, a very thin man. Um, you know, no more than a, you know, buck forty, a buck fifty at at least five ten. Okay. So very skinny. Um, that's me. Yeah. I'm I'm am five eleven and like 153 pounds. Well, fuck you. You must feel fantastic. Wow. So, he looks like so so everyone. I'm picturing you. Picture now. Francesca. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. really impressed. Um, <laughs> he has a uh, dark. That's not what I meant by that. <laughs> I know. I'm just busting your also balls. Also, like Francesco, he has dark hair and a full dark beard. What are you trying to say? He looks nothing. Just like so him. wait a minute. These are uh, <laughs> these are just details that this man has. So am I the guard? Yeah. Or is that here? You, not quite. He's uh, he's definitely more Middle Eastern looking. Yeah. I mean, you're you're the other end of the Mediterranean. What does that mean? Yeah, you're on the other side of the Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're on the European side. <laughs> and um, oh, what's that? Besides mean? that, he's also wearing what appear to be fingerless leather gloves. Nice. Good style. I like yes. this guy's style. It's a good style. He's a sharp dresser. He comes uh, comes to the cell. Looks at all of you in there. Just silently kind of looks in through the bars. Paradol says, well, let's have it. What's up? You're ready to have it already. We could be done with this entire trial this evening. He uh, pulls a key off of his waist. Unlocks the cell door. Steps in, locks it again behind him. Paradol raises an eyebrow. He raises his hands. And puts him behind his back. Kind of takes a pause, looks at all of you. Something does not add up here. Very, very clearly, it appears that someone in the tower pushed Joseph... The, uh, the bell ringer out of the tower. That is wow. unbelievable. And you say you had nothing to do with this. No, and what did this man ever do to anybody? He was just a bell ringer. So we, give, we had nothing to do with it. Okay, give me your version then. So we met him yesterday. We we're look, we, we're, we're here. I'm doing some work for the Omega Project. I'm a, I'm a scientist with the Omega Project. We, we, we've been studying and my companions and I have been doing some work up north um, and we've run across some things in our travels that concerned us about the growing undead threat to the north, I'm sure as you've heard. Zahir's eyebrow perks up a little bit. Just his right eyebrow. A little bit of people's eyebrow going on there. He's <laughs> listening. And we came down here at um, sort of on our own volition to investigate some things that we may have found. And we decided that we would just try to chase down leads anywhere in the city we could, trying to do some just ear-to-the-ground um, type information gathering. And we came into contact with just Joseph and had a lovely conversation with him. We, we thought there might have been a lead at the bell tower. I, I'm not entirely sure why. We were kind of a little bit misguided. We had a great conversation. He just he we, we it was after a discussion that he had offered his bell tower to us as a lookout post. In return, we decided you know we want to do something nice for him, so we were just going to bring him lunch today. So we were just on our way today to bring him lunch. 
This seems awfully suspicious, but it does check out that you and your uh, party, that's that's the word party, have uh, only been in town two days, and this, uh, this leaves me with, uh, you most certainly have means, you most certainly have opportunity, but you seem to have no motive, and that's why this does not add up for me. I, that's that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Like he he was a new acquaintance. I thought we, he was a really wonderful person, and you know I'm very saddened to have seen him go when I feel like he was completely innocent. Gerald stands up, looks at the captain of the guard or whoever Zahir Zahir, and says, "We would like nothing more than to help you find the true killer." For he is likely who we are searching for. Our investigation today turned up very little at the tower. He pauses and thinks to himself, looks down just a little bit. I shall, against my better judgment, arrange for you to be able to investigate we would be happy to assist we will be keeping an eye on you that's fine should your investigation turn up fruitless then it will unfortunately have to be you at the gallows for this that doesn't make any sense at all what kind of justice is that well the man has to show that he has some sort of control it sounds like you some frontier justice. Oh, I'm sorry. So you'll, well, you can just be the first up to the plate at the gallows <laughs> then, Quinn. A man is pushed out of the tower. Nobody else is in there. And you guys walk out the door. I understand. Tell me how this looks. I understand how it looks, but you realize that like there are, it's, it's not just black and white. It's not like we're either murderers or we're not. Like there are, there's, there are complexities here. We just met this man. And yet he's dead. You walked out of the tower. Right. Because we were bringing him a sandwich. You realize that that storyline makes just as much sense. It's a sandwich. How much time do we have? It's a 50 silver front. Okay, so Quinn kind of pulls Felix aside a little bit and just reminds him of some of the other authorities that we've had to deal with. And that usually when we work with them, as opposed to against them, it tends to no, work I out know. better in our favor. No, I know. I mean, I seem to work. I, I worked it out pretty decently with Kip. You know, I'd not like she's not my favorite, but don't be the new Hoblet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just upset about Just Joseph, and I'm upset about exactly the lack accusi- of accusation. And this is our opportunity to then listen. Find right. his true killer. So here, we would be happy to help you track down the true killer killer or killers of just Joseph. I am very much just as interested in finding them as you are because this may actually be involved. This could potentially be related to what we came here for to begin with. In the morning, you will be allowed to post bail. The trial will begin in two days' time. Two days? (laughs) Two days either gather evidence that it was someone other than you or we will go to trial with what we have which seems frankly convincing do you want to be known as the man who falsely accused and imprisoned the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh 
Um, what do you got there for your persuasion? <laughs> 13. I will be the man who arrested murderers and had them convicted in a court of law. I cannot wait to prove you wrong. To be perfectly <laughs> honest, I cannot wait to be proven wrong. Right. Either way, Tamasha here will have its justice. All right, I'm gonna have. I shall a... return in the morning for your release. Okay, what's the bail we have to post for ourselves? You're the you're the like gift horse in mouth. Like don't, he's don't saying look we can it. go, I know, and you like, just keep arguing the point. I know we're I, not going to let go. We have to find this killer. We will. And we will. It's going to be tough. Like, I have faith <laughs> in your intelligence, my persuasion, his strength. We can do this. It's, and it's Paradell. Just, it's a piece. What am I, dog shit? <laughs> I have great insight and investigation <laughs> skills, all right? He can, he can craft us things. Uh-huh. After how many attempts? Listen, I think Paradell's, I think Paradell's great. I think Paradell's great. We weren't playing by the correct rules in that situation. He got the goggles in the first try. And so there we are, and night sets on uh, the four of you locked in a prison cell with none of your equipment and none of your stuff and the prime suspects in a murder. And Do either of us have a harmonica. You know what, Quinn? You come back, and all of a sudden, now we're not ending shit on a high note. I missed you, though. Wow. Way to blame him. Right. I need to put the blame I on something. I feel so welcome. I need to put the blame on something. I'm sorry. I don't mean to project. I'm just upset. Oh, you mean I bring actual plot? He kind of got you there. I'm speechless. <laughs> just how we prefer it. Oh, oh, they're just hammering him. <laughs> Frank quit. Rage quit. Friends walking out of his own house. We love you, man. Friends boarding a plane? <laughs> oh my god, friend. He's going to Mexico right now. <laughs> he's waving to us outside of the plane, out, out of the plane window, you signing to us. Wow, you did a really good job of like following me with all of this equipment all the way to the airport. Fran, how'd you get back here? <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. How was Mexico? I didn't even see you come back. <laughs> it's, it's, it was okay. You know, we're having the rest of this podcast at the airport now, though. <laughs> so I can just hop on the fucking plane and get the fuck out of here if you guys right. hurt me like that again. So, um... Night sets on the cell. Um, no, none of you have a harmonica because that would have been in your gear that was relieved of oh, you. Oh, I'm humming, though. Yes, you're just going to... I can't even conjure one. Like, I yeah. can't even use press a digitation to no, make one. No, because it'll make us look guiltier. Yep. You're Damn just going to have to whistle your spirituals this evening. Oh, and I am. I am. And okay. that is how we end... Did anybody use any, any spell slots? No. Sorry. Nope. Right. I'm just double checking. Same. Yeah. So the good part is, this is a long rest. Great. That we didn't. <laughs> that we didn't need. <laughs> womp womp. And that is where we are going to end this episode for the evening. I do notice we always get long rests when we don't need them. Yes, that's exactly how this because works. we just role play so fucking well. We, really we don't do. even need spells. Yep. That's a lie. We need them really bad. <laughs> we do. So, if uh, you enjoyed the podcast, feel free to give us a five-star review on the uh, outlet of your choice. You what, can... is he actually trying this right now? I am attempting it. Let's see what's going to happen. You it up already. I... <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw it a friend for the social meds. Right back to you then, Francesco. <laughs> Way to give a man a chance to succeed. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
felt that was so mean. <laughs> Dave, if you want to try it, you can do it. Uh, this is the snarkiest episode of Hapless Heroes. <laughs> yeah, I, this, there's actually, I, there's I did kind of throw all of you in jail. There's the a world. lot of snark here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need to I need to like reset after this episode before we go into the next one. To yeah. like, Th- that's why? fine, because... um. Oh, God. Zach, you, you said there was uh, Raymond something about uh, this evening or something, right? Raymond Scott? Yeah, no, this is going to be a lot more Raymond Chandler this next episode. Oh, boy. Yes! Yeah! Yes! I don't know who that is. It's noir! It's like Detective Noir. It's going to be great! Oh. Murder mystery! Oh, right. I'm so God. excited! Maltese something or another. Sherlock Gnomes? <laughs> oh! oh. oh. <laughs> Everyone else liked it. I, <laughs> I just, I just chose to continue the snark. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we've really gone down a hole here. Yeah. So this is. A I guess point. I'll do the social media stuff. Maybe right. Dave, you can try it next time. All right, sounds good. <laughs> try it. So guys, if you like what you heard. You can uh, find us on all them social media websites. We're on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Reddit, all of those places. Uh, just look us up. We're at Hapless Heroes. Uh, we'd really appreciate if you hit us if you, if you hit us up on there. I think actually someone hit us up recently, and I need to figure out who it was so I can say hello. I, I know we did get clarification on uh, that one person's name. Oh yeah, Cecia Dovana. Yes. It was the Italian pronunciation. I all knew right. it. I fucking knew it. So thanks, Cecia, for that awesome drawing of zero. And um, for confirming that I did indeed say your name right. The little things. <laughs> I love it. We're international. Yay. Yes. Hold on, hold on. Um, I thought we'd get so big. <laughs> there we go. Is this, uh, is this Quinn talking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knew. Oh, okay. This is Mike talking. Okay. That's right. So speaking of some other people who hit us up, we've, uh, we've been getting some submissions to the bucket. Ooh. The bucket. So we have a couple different names to drop into. From we got a submission on Facebook, a submission on Twitter, and also some stuff that our friends have like told us about. And obviously, you know, pay, the Patreon ones that we receive will obviously come first. If should they, I mean, some of them are a little more specific though. So really, when it's appropriate for the plot. But um, thank you guys. Please keep sending us NPC and like shop names for the bucket. We will actually have a physical bucket here by the by the time. Uh, you submit some more, and we will be pulling names out of said bucket. Yeah. Um, that being said, we actually have a Patreon page where there's some cool rewards that um, are, you know, among naming NPCs, because that's actually just free. Uh, <laughs> um, we'd really appreciate it if, you know, if, 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 if you really, really, really like us, you wanted to donate some of your hard-earned cash or whatever to help us feed us. Actually, I think we're getting close to actually throwing a pizza party from our sponsor. <laughs> Dollars, Thanks, guys. Which is really all we're asking it for, is to feed us every week, because sometimes uh, we forget to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want us to starve and die, do you? Pizza party! <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, you know when we're throwing our pizza party special episode. Um, and then if you really, really like us, please leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Uh, it really helps us get some more visibility and brings people to the show. And we also just love hearing from you. Also, if you want to submit some NPC names and you're not on social media, I should say, we are just send us an email, haplessheroes at gmail.com. And if you really, really like us, get yourself in a, in a sky-riding aeroplane. Not <laughs> dissimilar to the one that Fran boarded and went to Mexico on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, pick, a, pick your favorite town, 
or city and uh, skywrite hashtag what is it hashtag hapless heroes podcast why not yeah sure that's if you're not on social media that's a lot to skywrite that's a- <laughs> hey, it's worth it though it is skywrite the hashtag hapless heroes podcast and your npc character name and, and- and what else? I don't know. <laughs> Skywrite it. That's all yeah. I'm saying. And he did say Skywrite it. Don't lazy out and put it on one of those banners that go behind the airplane we'll or anything like know. that. We yeah. will know, and you will get zero credit. That's right. If you Skywrite it, you'll get two submissions. We'll, we'll double Ooh, up on your two uh, credit on your entry into the bucket. You will have twice the chances you'll get of, free of being nudes. drawn. Free tasteful nudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Separately, not like together. <laughs> I don't know. We can get a good photo, or they could just put that money toward a pizza. We can make a hapless heroes nude calendar. I hear oh those are all God. the rage. Yes. No, nobody wants. We will make the that. hapless heroes <laughs> nude uh, calendar. Excuse you. Well, okay, and okay. Some people, I'm sure, Quinn would, like would to gr- gladly <laughs> go naked. <laughs> gladly. Please take me away from this. Not to say, like you know it. There will be nudes of me, but we will not send them to you if you give us money. It's like some sort of reverse ransom. Where you're going to get the dick pics you didn't want unless you pay us. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. All right, now that's just coercion. I was going to say. <laughs> well, yeah, that's part of what we do, too. That's a good point. Extortion. <laughs> give us all your money or we'll, or we'll send, send you, you ugly dick pics. <laughs> Oh god. Somehow we've we've gone Hashtag far afield from where we where we started. Yeah, here. please stop. Please stop it now. Let's wrap this one up. Wrap it up, please. Yeah, all right, we're wrapping it up. We are gonna Speaking go backwards around the table and outro our cast, and I'm gonna ignore that one. And uh on my right, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. Mm, see you next time. We have Jarrell the Light, played by John. What have I gotten myself into? We have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, portrayed by Francesco. Can we please stop getting arrested? And we have Harold Lincoln Woods, played by Zach. This is a great new excuse for me to be pissed off. And my name is Dave. I have been your host and Dungeon Master. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. See you. Bye. Bye now.